Hello? Jesse Cantu. Noah Bruntmeyer. The world is still on fire. Let's talk Bro- about it. It is still on fire. And it, if we listen to all of the Facebook Nazis, the world will never not be on fire. Um, <laughs> I, it really cracks me up, all these people, because um, pretty much all, all schools extended their spring break, and all these, all these moms who are health experts go on Facebook and don't go out, stay home. <laughs> Shut well, up. here's the deal. They, I think that say, the raves are say, still on. And they say, they say, uh, or they say, uh, this is not a second spring break. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> it 100% is. Uh, it, it cracks me up. I, I really just, like I said last week, it's going to be fine. Yeah, if you're over the age of 60, I would stay. Or you have respiratory problems, I would definitely stay, stay home. 100%. Do not leave the house. Do not leave the house because you will probably die. But that, if that doesn't apply to you, just go about your lives normally. And if you get sick, then you don't go out. Or if you really don't want to get sick, then don't go out. But if you're, if you're like me, do whatever the hell you want. There you go. So. So. A lot of movements in the uh, NFL right now. A lot, a lot, a lot. I got a ton of alerts on my phone uh, today. I was looking through them during my lunch break. Uh, Want to talk about Dak first? Sure. Dak signs the franchise tag with the Cowboys. And explain this to me. I don't, I don't entirely understand how franchise tags work. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how fr- – I don't think anyone really is 100% understanding how franchise tags work. But basically, there's a salary cap in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I think franchise tags uh, allow for them to go over that. Right. Uh, which then – so, like, the reason why they can't – why they, they had to – uh, why teams have to like cut, decide who they're going to keep, who they're going to cut, kind of thing. It's because they're mm-hmm. already paying their players, so, players so much money, and their players are always going to want more money whenever they resign. Um, right. So, like, they had Amari Cooper, uh, they had Dak, and had all these all these players, Randall Cobb, that that they needed to resign. Okay. Yeah. So if they franchise Dak, then they can pay him more and still afford to keep you know one of the other guys. Yeah, because part of the franchise tag is like you say that this guy is a cornerstone of our franchise or whatever. Right, because and it's also a big thing is because you're making a lot of money off of him selling merchandise and and what whatnot. People come say to see him again. play. You, say of. that again. You cut out. So you, the way it works is is like uh, in theory is like you're making a lot of money off of this player. Mm-hmm. Um, people are coming to the games to watch this player, so he's right. your. You give him the franchise tag, which means you know we're making a lot of money. If we lose this player, we're going to lose a lot of money. So yeah. we want to give him the franchise tag. So we can pay him more, but still keep the rest of our players, and not have to like die to just to keep one player. Yeah, I guess that's what bothers me about NFL contracts. They're so weird. I love baseball yeah. contracts. I think they're the best contracts out there. It's just like if you have the, now, the difference. Baseball has the luxury tax, which basically means like if you go if you go over this like it's not a cap, but it's like this like dotted line. And if you go over that dotted line, we're just going to tax the crap out of you. But the thing is, is Owners of professional sports teams can very much afford to pay that luxury tax. It's just about whether or not they want to. And it's all, it's all just if they want to pay the luxury tax and they build a giant freaking team like the Yankees or the Red Sox. And if they don't, they sign a bunch of guys with really high on base percentages like Billy Bean and the A's. <laughs> but I, I, think it's, I think it's a superior way. Right. Yeah, if you I have just, the money, 
if you have the money, yeah. then pay the players. You know? Now you could say you could say that uh, like a salary cap is how you get teams like Seattle and Kansas City winning the Super Bowl because. Hold on, say, say that one more time. Oh, I, I said you could argue that having a salary cap is what allows teams like Seattle and Kansas City to win Super Bowls because the idea right. is like really like the Giants could totally outbid the Chiefs for players if they wanted to. But the thing is, is they can't. They're literally not allowed to. So these players got to go somewhere. And it, right. it level it keeps it it keeps from from super yeah, teams and, the, what and that, that's why you could honestly make the argument that the NFL has the most parity in any sport. Hmm. I think it does. I mean, I definitely think in baseball, there's about six or seven teams every year where you're like, these guys might lose 130 games. Like, there's always terrible teams. Same in the NBA. Right. Um, oh, also, I have a genius idea to fix uh, the tanking problem in the NBA. Well, let's hear it. The so eight teams make the playoffs, right? In each in each league or each, in each conference, and seven teams don't. Mm-hmm. And they're lottery teams. Just make everybody have an equal chance to get the number one overall pick. Let us get all fourteen of you teams. We're going to throw you your names into a hat. And we're going to pick them out, and that's who gets the pick. Then you won't have teams trying to be as bad as possible. They'll be like, "Hmm, I can either make the playoffs or be the nine seed," and possibly get the number one overall pick. I think you'll see more teams trying if you do that. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah, I think it's I think it's brilliant. Now, I also am known to uh, toot my own horn, and I think all of my ideas are genius, but I really do think this one's pretty genius. <laughs> so, DeAndre Hopkins. This blew my mind. Well, Bill O'Brien making boneheaded decisions oh, oh, restores yeah. order to the universe. Yeah, I mean, well, like seriously, like are you? I get that David John. Like, who is gonna replace the production of DeAndre Hopkins? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I I don't know. And D- Deshaun Watson is a really good quarterback, and I think he can make some magic with just about anybody you put on the field with him. But whew, without that lethal number one option, you definitely. I mean, I saw the Texans as, like, possibly a perennial, like, Super Bowl contender if things went right. And now, I don't even know if they're going to win their division. Mm. Now, then, now you're looking pretty smart for saying that they might be the team that misses the playoffs next year because, just my gosh. I mean, I guess, is their number one option Will Fuller? Uh, I believe so. Hold on. We'll look it up real let me, quick. Let me start pulling some stuff up here. Um, what's the greatest thing from Chick-fil-A? What's the greatest thing from Chick-fil-A? Yeah, if, if I were to ask you right now what you want from Chick-fil-A, what would that be? I'm going to go with nuggets because I, I nuggets. worked at Chick-fil-A and all of the uh, carb-based products started to, I started to get sick of them. So I, I'm kind of sick, uh, sick of waffle fries. I'm a little sick of the sandwich just because of like the, like the buns, the fries, all that kind of stuff just got a little old for me. But the nuggets never got old. And uh, you're cutting oh, out there. Uh, I said it's got a little. It's got a little what? Well, I was saying that uh, like the carb-based products uh, got old, like the fries and the buns mm. on the sandwiches. So uh, I, I switched to nuggets, and the nuggets never got old. The chicken itself never got old for me. 
Um, also, whenever I worked there, gotcha. me and the guys in the back, uh, we definitely would try and put as many uh, nuggets into the eight counts as possible. Oh, yeah. That's just, that's just being a good human yeah, being. Yeah, we fit 24 in there one time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's, that's yes. impressive. Um, oh. So let's see. I'm going to see exactly what the, what the trade was because um, I know they got draft picks out of it. But um, Okay, so, so they the said... Texans still have Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, and Kiki Kuti. And that's about it. And then David Johnson is obviously their lead running back. I don't know what else they got. So the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins and a late-round pick to the Cardinals for David Johnson and a second-round pick. What an awful that, trade. I don't even understand. That blows but my now, mind. Dude, okay, is the AFC West the most competitive division in football next year? Uh, I don't know about that. I think it, this most competitive division is the AFC – I think it's the AFC East. What? <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I've got that right. Just saying, the Rams or so the 49ers are one year removed from the Super Bowl. The Rams are two years removed from the Super I think... Bowl. The Seahawks won twelve games or eleven games last year and looked to be pretty good. And the Cardinals just added one of the best wide receivers in the game. So that you're saying you're saying the NFC West. NFC West, yes. Okay, so I would say, honestly, I would say that could be possible, but also um, I think that trades that are going on right now, you could either see the AFC West or the AFC, really the AFC North. The AFC North, that's the one. Oh, with the Ravens I mean, and, the, and the Steelers. And, and the, the Browns and the, and the Bengals and the Steelers. Yeah. I think that's the most, that's, I think that's the most like uh, equal – most equal teams in that yeah. division. It's going to be the the NFC South has potential to be really good too. But I, I could also well the Panthers are Panthers trash are terrible. And, but the know, Buccaneers, I'm telling you, the Buccaneers with the right quarterback. I mean, they they won eight games last year with Jameis Winston with the right quarterback. With the right yes. quarterback. With the right they, quarterback. They, yes. Honestly, I think if you put Tom Brady on this team, or if they, ah, I don't want to say if they draft right because I really don't. I really don't think that a, any rookie quarterback besides maybe Joe Burrow, could take that team to the playoffs, just because I don't think they would be ready. But, I mean, signing Tom Brady or just getting a serviceable quarterback who's not going to throw 35 interceptions, I think the Buccaneers are a playoff contender. Um, let's see. Oh, also, I forgot to mention on the franchise tag, Dak can't talk to any – like, he's not prevented – Right, because it's like that exclusive about, like, thing. Right. I don't know. And, uh, you know, pe- there's people is... that are saying, like, it's disrespectful to Dak or whatever, the franchise tag. And how much is it for? Uh, it's for 30 and between 30 and 33 See, that's what, like, like, when they complain about that, like, I just can't even comprehend, like, valuing myself at 30 or, like, thinking that $30 million is, like, too little. Like I make seven seventy five an hour. <laughs> if anyone offered me a thirty million dollar franchise tag, I would be like, yes. 
immediately. Absolutely. Sean Lee was take Sean Lee took a pay cut last season uh for Zeke and, and Deck and Amari yeah. Cooper like to, to keep playing. He literally took yeah. a pay cut for them to be able to Because that pay cut meant instead of getting fifteen million dollars, twelve million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine. Um so well, let's talk about let's talk about the Browns. The Browns. Getting Case Keenum. They got Case Keenum. Oh. You, yeah, they got freaking. No, I, I I was at work all day, and I, I only got a few of the updates. So, a lot of the okay. a lot of the yeah. Stuff so they got Case Keenum. Uh, the Falcons traded for Hurst. Hayden Hurst, the tight end. Um, Hooper, yeah, Hoop, Hooper <laughs> agreed to a good uh, a big right. deal with the Browns. Ooh, I kind of um, like that. Little little double edged short yeah. sword at tight end of uh, Hooper and uh, Joku. I think I can run some nice little sets out of that. Mm. But the Keenum signing, that's interesting because. Yeah, I'd really find that. That's the most probably the one with that. And DeAndre Hopkins, of course, number one. But number two, I would say the Keenum to, to the Browns is very, very, very interesting because he's a really good quarterback. Yeah, he is. And I've always yeah. said that. I think, I think Keenum's pretty good. Uh, I, I do like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I do too. But I think that, I think that um, they need uh, that the Browns need stability, mm-hmm. and I think that Keenum brings stability to it. Keenum is a proven winner, and, and yeah. But do you the think Browns have just been floundering for the past yeah. decade? Do you think decades. Keenum is the quarterback that gets them to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game? Think so? Yes. Because I just, uh, I just, mm-hmm. and you could ask the same question about Baker Mayfield. Because I'm not really that sold on either one. Just because, like in the AFC right now, like my goodness, like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is really good. Oh yeah, Deshaun Watson think, is really but I good. I think Case Keenum, Lamar Jackson is really good. The only, the only problem with that is. Yeah, I'm just telling you, AFC North is such a freaking is going to be a, is going to be a, a good. I give it give it a this upcoming season or next season. AFC North is going to be very. Oh, like, dude, I think wrong. the Steelers are going to be really good next year. Explain. I that. think they they had a smooth, solid defense last year, right? And their quarterback for the mm-hmm. for most of the year was Mason Rudolph, and at one point. Uh, Devlin Hodges. Devlin Hodges made. He played in eight games, or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. I think with Ben Roethlisberger, I think Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger coming back adds at least ten two wins to that that team, right? I think that's fair. They go from eight and eight mm-hmm. to ten and six. Okay. Yes. I think that yeah. I think that defense gets better, and I think. James James Connor and Juju Smith Schuster had down years. James Washington mm. is emerging a little bit. I I just think that the and I think so if you if the defense gets a little better and James Connor and Juju Smith Schuster and James Washington just play even a little bit better, I think that's another two wins. I think their defense is good enough that their offense doesn't have to be spectacular and that they can be really sneaky good for next year. I think they're possibly a twelve win mm. team next year. But they're also the Steelers, mm. and I could see them going seven and nine, and just. But now, yeah. now I think I think this is kind of finally the right time. Like, 
they've got the problems out of the locker room, right? They don't have Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Belby and Nutso. And uh, right now, they, now they're finally going to be healthy next year. I just think they've got a really good shot at, at, uh, at making a run and going, getting into the playoffs and com- competing with Baltimore mm-hmm. for that division title. Yeah, um, what about Tannehill? I know we talked about Tannehill. I like that the Titans re-signed him. I, I think he deserved it. Um, I think I think Tannehill in Tennessee was a lot like uh, uh, Keenum in Minnesota a couple years back, where he kind of comes in as the backup, mm. but he's like surprisingly good. And we all thought the Vikings would re-sign Case Keenum, but they went and signed somebody else. I think it was very smart for the Titans to kind of stick with what they have here. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. He's a he's a rock for their team, and he's not a he's I think, I think a good he's, quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback, just, and I think they're good enough to be be very good next year. And although I did say I think they might miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. would not surprise me at all if they were back. Um, and they didn't have to pay Derrick Henry a ton of money either. They they franchised him, so got mm-hmm. money to spend. Also, I I like to change the draft pred- prediction. Change draft prediction, okay? Yeah, because now that we've now that we're seeing like picks change and stuff like that, uh, the Dolphins don't have the. I think it was the twelfth or the thirteenth that they oh, the had 18th. earlier. Oh, they, they don't, don't have, have that, that anymore. Eight, no, you know they they still have the eighteenth, but they had the they had the twelfth, I believe it was. They had they had three first round picks. Now they only have because uh, they just traded what? it. Let me see what they they have. They moved down in the draft, so they moved. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Woo, man, so remember I said they were gonna take they could take uh they could take Herbert at five and drop. No, for, you you said they could take uh, uh, Judy or Lamb at five and drop for Hubert, Herbert. Yeah, right. and drop for Herbert. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now they can't drop right because they 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 they've got uh thirteen picks between their first two first rounders. Right. Hmm. So all right, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I had I had. So I think that I think they take I think they take. Oh, you think Tua they take now. Tua now? So you think yeah. you think because Tua I think, drops? I think Tua drops to five. I don't think he goes right. to the Redskins. Obviously, Joe Burrow to the to the Bengals. Um, I don't think he goes anywhere else. I think the Dolphins take him at mm. five. Um, and I I think that Herbert goes. So you to, have Okuda and, and um, Isaiah Simmons at three and four. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to revise that now that picks are being yeah. switched. All right. Um, what else? Uh, CBA yes. got passed. So that means 18 games next year, or is it 17? 17, 17 games next year. That bothers me because it's not an even number. <laughs> that just, it's like one of those things like, oh, I just like the NFL. It was, it was 16 games. It was fine. Um, right. Yeah. So like is the, but so that that Anything extra but I, NFL? Question, so that extra game is just like a, a team game against a random person because the other the other nice thing about the NFL regular season is because it was divisible by four like the and an even number like yeah it made the schedule go a lot smoother so I don't I guess but I'm sure they have some sort of algorithm to figure that out but I guess that just would be my my thing. Uh, let me see. How would a 17-game NFL – likely scenario would be to half the league hosting the nine regular season games and one preseason game 
the other half hosting eight and two and then flopping hmm. the next year. A second bye week seems mandatory in a right. seventeen game season, especially if Thursday night right. football continues. Thursday night football is terrible. So that, that makes sense. Like I like that there's football on Thursday. Can we rant I, I about like that for that a second? There's Thursday night football, but they are the worst games ever. They're not even trying. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think it's I think Thursday night football is very stupid. Now, do I do I like that I can watch football yes. every single day of the week? Absolutely, hundred percent. I love football. But at the same time, like it's awful yeah. for the players. It really is. Like if if I if I'm an yeah. offensive lineman, I don't and I play on Sunday, I do not want to play on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? And if I play on Thursday, yeah. I don't want to play on Sunday. Well, at least not. There's no, it's all, yeah. it's never because uh, Thursday, the Sunday after that Thursday is the same week, so you don't ever have to do that. So you get you get uh, you're right. You get over. But I I would like a week. You're right. I I would like a week exactly. between each game for sure. for sure. Or or you should make it. At, you should make it least... mandatory that Thursday night football games come after your bye week. I agree with that. That's if you're gonna not... have Thursday night football. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, what else do we have to talk uh, about? Today? Oh, uh, interesting thing about the MLB—they're saying I've heard that they want to play 162 games regardless of when they start, and they're saying that they're pushing back opening day till May, mid-May at the at the earliest. Dude, mm-hmm. we might ha- have World Series games in on Christmas. That would be they, incredible. Baseball usually ends in October, right? But now that we're – it starts in uh, mm-hmm. April, but now we're moving it back. We're like, if they keep on moving it back and it starts in mid or late May, you could see World Series games on December 25th. And that would be fantastic because mm. I'm tired of watching the NBA crap on Christmas because it's not good. It's regular season basketball. No one cares. Um, but the world's yeah. – the world's – imagine eat, watching the World Series and eating Christmas food. Oh, that would be beautiful, and that, that would <laughs> drinking drinking hot yeah, chocolate also, and watching the World Series. Mean, what, a, what a day! Uh, that would also or think about it if they like do it like they start in mid May, right? And then the World Series is in late November. That means World Series mm. on Thanksgiving Day. Imagine watching three football games in the World Series on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, that would be beautiful. That would be the happiest day of my yeah. life, for sure. Uh, let's see. If we don't have anything else, let's talk Ooh, about nonsense. I love nonsense. So, conspiracy okay. theory time. I'm sure I'm not. This? So, there's a few cons- <laughs> there's a few conspiracy theories surrounding okay. the coronavirus. Okay, and I don't want to fuel any of them, but I do. I All would right. like to talk about them because. At the end of the day, who really knows anything? Right. What is knowledge, right? CIA, so, we know you're listening. Um, FBI, jihad, yes, holy I'm, war. I'm sure. Um, Just making sure you're listening. Yeah, if, yeah, that's right. ISIS released the coronavirus <laughs> in China. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the uh, the there's two conspiracy theories. One is that um, it was released by China, which right. I'm Population sure you've heard control. that one. Um, population control but also um for uh like there's 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 also two theories around that too there's one for about talking about like the hong kong protesters and stuff like that and there's another that's talking about like um that they released it to like mess with begin their world domination okay 
That's one. That's another one. The second conspiracy theory is that Bill Gates, who predicted this, literally predicted this, mm-hmm. okay, four years ago, um, that, that he released it. And what's interesting is that um, immediately after a pre- one of uh, President Trump's press conferences, Bill Gates stepped down from the Microsoft mm. board. Which so wait, what would Bill Gates gain from releasing the coronavirus or starting it? Who knows? He, he has a lot of philanthropy um, that he, he actually – once he started his doing his philanthropy um, and got away from, from actually mm-hmm. like managing Microsoft, he actually made more money right. for his philanthropy. Than I knew he that. So, 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 he, so that – It's like he's causing problems for himself to fix. It's it's that's it's a like, theory. It's I like don't know when, that uh, that's true, it's but like it, in the it office, is a whenever uh, they're at the party at Gabe's house and Michael shuts off all the power <laughs> and then yes. goes and fixes right. it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll go, go check. I'll try one thing. See if it works. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, uh, let me just make millions of masks and uh, make yeah. millions of dollars. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, obviously. But something I did find interesting is that, that I heard was that uh, that it, so uh, scientists agree that it originated in an animal. It came from an animal that, and then it right. like, spread to the population. Okay. Um, have you heard of any animals nope. dying from coronavirus? It's interesting. But that very interesting. Yeah, but I, I guess that doesn't mean like. Well, what if they're like immune to it? Like, what if they have like some secret, like little animal genes that like. Yeah, that's that's what so, my immediately thought was was like think about the the plague because the plague was like transferred through like right. birds and rats and stuff. It just Those walked around carriers. and didn't do anything to them, but they carriers exactly. I'm I'm using hand sanitizer. I'm you know got to keep Dude, that. You, a, you know that it's, it's bad uh, when I work at a hardware store and about twelve people came in asking me if we had hand sanitizer. It's like what? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a we have insect repellent. This is uh, this is a this is a Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, ma'am, ma'am, this is this is a this is a Wendy's. Uh, oh man, that reminds me. So you know Lance, right? Okay, have I told you yes. the Wendy's McDonald's idea we had? Uh, I think I might have heard something about it, but I. What I, from what I remember, okay, it's so you remember those sharing. Wendy's commercials where they were like comparing their stuff to McDonald's or whatever? Because like McDonald's is fake and like Wendy's is one hundred percent pure beef or whatever. I'm 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 using right, quotation right. marks. Um. So Lance was going to dress up as Ronald McDonald and go into the Wendy's and say, "Hey, <laughs> I've seen your commercials and I don't appreciate it." And he's gonna and he's gonna be like, "Where's Wendy?" Where is Wendy? <laughs> and challenge her <laughs> to a fight. And it's going to be amazing. I think you need to get, need to get somebody to be Wendy. Oh, and, just like, get absolutely show blasted. Up out of nowhere. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. And I think that would be oh, legendary, be so Jesse. I volunteer <laughs> to, be, to be Wendy. Oh, gosh. If Lance, if Lance dresses up as Ronald McDonald, I will dress up as Wendy. And we'll stage this whole thing. At a Wendy's. That would be great. Well, he's already wherever. he's we'll already like we have a McDonald's uniform because uh, our other buddy Cameron he he worked for McDonald's mm-hmm. for a little while and when he quit they didn't take his second uniform so he gave it to Lance because they're the same size. 
<laughs> Lance put on that uniform gotcha. and went into a McDonald's in Cleburne and pretended he was a transfer. <laughs> and they like took him into the back to get him <laughs> clocked in and everything. And he was just like, "Oh, wait, I forgot something from my uh, truck." And he like dude. went out there and just we just left. It was it was so funny. Because <laughs> like like what were what were they gonna do? Not believe him? He well, came dressed it. up in full uniform. <laughs> 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 I'm here to make some French fries, man. Oh, okay, let's clock you in, bud. But then, uh, yeah, oh, it's just great. I can literally smell the alcohol in this hand sanitizer. Oh, is it cautious? I can, I can, <laughs> yeah, I can smell. So the how was your, uh, how was your flight? Because you're in Abilene now, right? Two people, two people were, yeah, two people were behind me, uh, nice. coughing up a lung, and I was just like. I had yeah. got and how long was your fucking plane? Uh, one was five hours, and the other was nice. Okay, that's not four. That bad. Um, yeah, not that bad. Going to going going from Hawaii to Texas is a breeze. Um, but going from Texas to Hawaii is awful because it's Ooh, like yeah. the time change. One is like a sixteen-hour flight, and yeah. one is like a nine-hour flight. So. And so, like, I'm literally, I feel like it's lunchtime right now. Oh, right. For me. It's like two o'clock. Because it's like, and like I'm, on a, I'm on a different schedule. I was like, why am I hungry? Yeah. Like four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, so, uh, but anyways, the flight, I, I left at, I think we mm-hmm. flew out at 1.20, and then 1.20 p.m., and then I got in to, to <clears throat> Dallas at five, in the, five in the morning. So, and I didn't sleep a right. week, wink on that plane, because, you know, you're talking about freaking yeah economy class <laughs> dude i can't sleep in that so i'm, I was I'm just not like, looking forward to like my first my so my first flight is either gonna be when i come out to hawaii but that looks less likely now because of all this crap um so my right. first flight is probably gonna be when right. i go to see my buddy up in uh, pennsylvania i haven't flown since i was like two or three and if you know anything about me i'm terrified of flying i don't i don't like it at all um because first of all hmm. I have this like control complex. So like, I don't even really, I, I'm not a huge fan of being driven around unless it's like someone like I know, like I'm cool with like you driving me, most of my friends or whatever, uh, my parents or whatever, but like still, I prefer uh, if I can, I want to drive. Um, yeah, so just sure. like, that's even worse when I'm in a, pl- I'm in a giant box in the sky. <laughs> no, Wait, you've never flown on a plane three. before. Yeah. Oh, oh my I- word. I'm terrified. Yeah, it's, not, it's not bad at all. I mean, I, I, I take that back. Like, I, sucks, I just don't but, like the um, idea of like that. Like, like if I'm, my hands are in some, my hand, my life is in the hands of someone I've never met who could possibly have Peter Weber's mm. decision-making skills. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah, tell me watch you the watched The Bachelor. Jesse. Oh my gosh. Okay. How have we, we not talk already about talked Barb? about this? Dude, Barb sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Barb is the worst human Literally, being on the what, planet. If if I told my mom that I love this girl, oh, and my mom man. said, my mom told me to like go after some other girl. I'd just be like, screw you, and I'd I'd, I'd leave. Like, and especially especially, but like the thing is, is like my mom would never do that because my mom is a good person. I love my mom. And, and Barb also is not. also Barb like is my mom, if, he, if my mom had a problem with the girl I was dating, she would be able to like clearly state what the problem was. And actually makes sense, and she would be, she would be open to listening mm. to what I have to say to like 
prove her wrong if she was like making assumptions and i was like well this is actually what's going on i'll be like oh okay and be fine instead of like pulling me to the side and being like oh, bring her back to us just like crying like an idiot like my mom would never do that uh, so barb sucks did you see her at the uh at the, oh, after dude, the final rose dude, when she was freaking yeah like did she kept on this? like or, like, whenever, during the finale, when they were, like, showing all this stuff, they kept on showing her face. Like, she was just awful. Like, I, I felt so, I felt She's so bad for, oh my for Madison. Like, it's like, oh, like, I, I would be, I would be embarrassed if I was her son or her husband or her, really. Like, if I saw. Did you see what she said, what, Okay, Jesse? what did she say? I saw some stuff. So she uh, she turned to her husband. Oh, uh, she yes. was like whenever, totally bad. She just whenever slamming. Yeah, whenever she's slamming she said, Madison, she told and she, they turned to her, the dad and goes, "So what do you think about it?" And she goes, "Say something yeah. bad. Help me out here." She said it in, in Spanish. Spanish. She said it in Spanish. Oh like my god! Like, like it's not. She said it in Spanish like at least thirty. Like, <laughs> like she said it. It's like it wasn't like thirty percent of Americans speak Spanish at least. <laughs> Right, like, like we're not gonna understand. Like, people aren't gonna find that yeah, out. Yeah, like, post like reality. Like media. She's she's that middle aged woman that does not realize that everything she says and does in public is being recorded and will be coming yeah. back to haunt her ten yeah, years. Yeah, like from this now. isn't this isn't the 1900s <sighs> anymore. Like, if you speak Spanish, like people are going to understand you. If this was 1913, yes. I would I would understand. But she would say that and like. Ninety-seven oh, percent of people were like, "I have no clue what she's saying," and then like the the three percent that did understand what they were she was saying, like they wouldn't actually be able to translate it. So, yeah, Barb, mm-hmm. Barb, and then posted everywhere. Just an absolutely horrible person, yeah. and I also think it's so funny that like, so I knew that she wasn't talking about Madison. Um, with the whole bring her home thing, because that's what everybody thought, and I was like, "There's no way!" Like, yeah, like There's that's no way, way that, obvious. Yeah. So I always, right. I didn't, uh, I don't want to say that I knew it would be Hannah Ann, but that was like a thought that I had. I was like, that would be kind of out of the blue, or uh, like maybe it was like Victoria F or whatever, or possibly like Kelly because she was such a normal person. Um, right. But like, yeah, I was <laughs> the whole time I was like, "There's no way it's Madison," but I felt so bad for Madison. Because like Madison was just being such a, just being such a pleasant, oh yeah, pleasant person, with her head on her shoulders. Yes, she's just such a good person, and then got freaking railed yeah. by the mom. Like, oh. you know what it reminds? You know what it reminds? But uh, they yeah. broke up two days later. That's man. just that just goes to show you, like Peter's an idiot. <laughs> it's just a dumb person. <laughs> goes to show that yeah, like I don't I don't even understand wagon. like, uh, and I'll say this about the whole. Uh, I'm going to dance around this a little bit uh, because we do have a young audience, but like when, when Madison set her standards for herself, that was perfectly fine. She was telling Peter, this is where I draw the line. I'm putting a lot, William B. Travis speech, line in the stand, line in the sand. You can come over here if you want. And if you don't, that's okay. Peter cross. Yeah. You can't have your cake Peter, and eat it too. Peter Pilot crossing P. that line and doing what he wanted to do, also okay. From a just world standpoint, we can get theological with it. Um, I don't want to, but just from like a like a personal like him doing what he wants to do, I'm a, I'm a belie- big believer in that. 
he what he did was okay. But you made your choice. You made when you crossed that line. You, know? you were saying this. What I want to do right now is more important than having Madison forever, and that is perfectly fine if you feel that way. Yes. But you can't cross. But nope. you don't get to go back on that decision and expect nope. for her nope. to change her standards. Exactly. She told you ahead if you of really time. loved her, you wouldn't have crossed the line in the first place. Because also, and right. some people that were getting yeah, getting honest, exactly. like she wasn't, she didn't say, she didn't care about what he'd done in the past. She cared about what she was doing right now while she was in a relationship right. with him. That's the difference. Yeah. And she she mm-hmm. made it she made it clear that she right. was not judging or anything. She just has standards that she that when she's looking for a man and and i don't think anybody would be okay with that with with going in and you know getting from a, uh, a proposal getting oh, engaged two weeks either. after that i wouldn't scenario the happens. Come on. Is i wouldn't go on that show for that reason i wouldn't go on that show for that reason yeah i agree but however i mean who am i to tell her like she i guess she really thought that if she made that connection with peter it wouldn't be a problem for him which is a definitely okay sure. thing to uh, to think, but yeah, I do, I watched The Bachelor. Um, me and me and like a bunch. I, we missed so much content in the past. Oh my few gosh! Weeks yeah, I didn't. I, didn't about. <laughs> I thought uh, I already talked about us both watching The Bachelor. No, what's it? No, no, no. Uh, I watched to that uh, show. Love Is Blind on Netflix. That show is absolutely. That show is hilarious. I oh my that. gosh. It's kind of a similar premise. It's all about really? finding love or whatever. And like uh, disclaimer, I watched this show ironically just like I watched The Bachelor ironically. Um Yes, I laugh I watched The Bachelor yeah. just to like It's, yell it's at the entertainment. TV. I'm not emotionally invested. I don't care. I want to laugh. Yes. That High that Love is Blind show is absolutely opinion. hilarious. They so the idea is you start out, there's 15 guys and 15 girls, and they, like, date each other. But they don't ever see each other. They just go into rooms and talk through walls. And it's all about, like, is love <laughs> blind? Like, will you fall in love with them emotionally? And uh, some of them do, some of them don't. And that kind of sucks for me. So you know how, like, I, like, it's bad for someone to not think you're attractive, but, like, at least you still have your personality and, like, what's good about you to like lean on, you know, so like people like, like you for that. Like I, myself, like I'm an, I'm, I'm a, I'm a good looking person, but I wouldn't consider myself like top tier attractive, you know? So I, I, I can't like bank on that. Right. Mm-hmm. When I had my long hair, maybe, but like right now, no. Yeah. Um, so I like, I lean on the fact that I'm like a funny person and I'm a good time to be around. Can you imagine someone, someone has never seen, Dolphins are signing. Someone uh, like can Byron you imagine? Jones. Someone has never seen you, and <laughs> all they know is your personality, and they're just like, no, <laughs> like you, you couldn't. Like, there's a group of fifteen girl, fifteen <laughs> girls, and none of them Man. felt like they clicked with you. That would just suck. That would, I think. Yep, that would. Uh... Well, then again, there's a lot of people that imagine imagine having no personality and no looks. It's yeah, you, most people have one or the other. The, so, right. The select few have both. But like for for you as you go through life, if you don't have exactly. looks, you have to develop a personality, you know, and you don't really have a choice. That's just how life works. So like to get in there and then you know you ha- or you're banking on your personality, exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. You're banking on your personality, and then they're like, <laughs> I don't really like that either. Kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to yeah. stop. We're approaching forty minutes. This has been a good 
episode yep. four, and we will see Sweet. you guys next week. I'm Jesse, and this is usually right, but probably wrong. <laughs>